Stories, and I'm your host, Yesenia Diaz. It's a rainy and cold day in New York City, but here in podcast land, it's always a bright and warm place to come to, listen to stories, ideas, and laugh. It's been a great week for me, and I hope you've had a great week. Usually in true stories, we talk about relationships, health, and other topics, and today I want to talk to anyone or, or anyone who knows of someone who's obsessed with someone else. Now, there's being in love with someone, and yet there's also the other end of the spectrum when someone is obsessed with someone else. Now, when I was a teenager, I was obsessed over boys. I remember I had my mom drop me off at school one day, and as soon as her car was out of sight, I left to be picked up by the guy I was obsessed with. Not even his, him, his friend. He, the guy I had the biggest crush on, was in the passenger seat. Anyway, so his friend drove him and I to the nearby mall so we could hang out. But I really wasn't thinking so clear, clearly. I was actually 16, and this guy was like 20-something. Anyway, that's a very long story, but um, I was so obsessed with that kid that I did everything I could to spend any moment with him. It wasn't until he went too far where my eyes were open, and I knew I wasn't thinking clearly. I had to get away from him. Now, I'm not going to get into detail of what he did, but I'll tell you I know what it was like to be obsessed with someone, or what it's like to be obsessed with someone. I was. When you're in your crazy teen years, you get absolutely boy crazy. I know I was. Um, It's pretty dangerous. But thankfully, I learned at a young age that it was rather unhealthy what I was doing. But could it be that you have continued this habit as you aged? I know I did. I know some of us have gone girl crazy, boy crazy, but it could be that our obsessions have continued on as we become adults. And... As for me, this habit did enter my marriage. I remember in the early years of my marriage, I would work and wait for my husband to come home. While I waited, I did work on my things, but not as much as I do today. I remember I used to do errands and clean the house for him and think about what I should cook for him. To be honest, I was just buying time so that time would go by faster until I could see him again. It wasn't until he started working at a dance studio and picking up shifts at different places where he wasn't coming home until very late anymore. He wasn't coming home early. He was coming home at like 9, 10, 11, 12, 1. (laughs) I just found myself alone. And in this loneliness, loneliness, I started thinking, what could I do? What can I do without my husband? I was living a life about him instead of my own. As time passed, I realized this obsession came from wanting to be the perfect wife so that I would not ever get a divorce. Crazy, but at least I figured out where this came from. Um, My parents went through divorce themselves and the pain from that I had never healed and I still struggle with that today. Not as bad as when we first got married, but you know, it happens. What happens in uh, in your youth affects you as an adult. Anyway, I tried to fill my time by buying a dog, that would, but that worked until my dog got tired of me. I tried to hang out with my sisters, but yet I ended up spending money. Then one thing that did kind of work was working out and lifting weights. Um, I started going to a local gym and spending some time there after work, and that really helped me out. I was doing my own thing again and getting stronger and learning more about myself. But... um. It didn't really completely get me from this mindset I had. Anyway, I remember that one night I was arguing. We we got in an argument, uh, my husband and I, while driving somewhere to eat. 
And my husband had asked me to stop being such a good wife and to do whatever I wanted to do. Who would have thought I would have got, I would have had my husband say that to me, you know? I must have drove him crazy. Um, those words really did hit me though. You know, all I thought was, stop being a good wife. What are you talking about? And I asked him, what do you mean by stop being a good wife? And he just laid it out. He was simply just said, stop putting me first and put yourself first. I know that that doesn't sound right in a marriage, but that's what I want you to do. And man, those words, they just released me from those chains. Like I was free to do whatever I wanted to do. And the funny thing is, is that's how True Works was born. I realized that I had an obsession with trying to be perfect and the perfect wife or girl, girlfriend. And I was obsessed with what my husband was doing and if he was well rested and what he wanted to eat and when was the next time we would have sex or spend time together or if we hadn't been even having enough sex. Like I was going, I was crazy. I was obsessed with how I made him feel and who his friends were. I was obsessed with the idea that any moment he could leave me. And I was at a place where if he left me, I would die. That's, that's not good. That wasn't healthy. That wasn't love anymore. That was an obsession. I know I loved him, but that's what, that, that argument really helped me understand that I was going way too far. Um, I took a very long time to take those words, let them sink in, and um, it took me a very long time to find out what to do with those words. But you know what? Today, from those years that have passed, I have developed TrueWorks into what it is now. It's its own website, podcast series, um, and more. And I even gained about 30 pounds in muscle from those days when I began working out to today. And I've even began kickboxing, which is something new. And hopefully soon I'll get into hip hop and other things and salsa dancing, you know? I just learned to do my own thing and find my, my own life pleasures. And I'm finding and doing my own things while my husband does his. And I could care less nowadays who he's with. And I love that he does what he likes to do. I'm just not obsessed by it any longer. I'm free about thinking of who who he's with right now, what he's doing, what he's doing on his phone, where he's going next, what's his schedule like when he's coming home. I think about it more like a normal person, and I hope, you know, I've gotten better where I do ask when he's coming home, but not in an obsessed way where I'm upset where... He said he would be home at 9, it's 9.15, he's not here, you know? That's not me anymore. Now I'm like, oh, it's something must have happened, it's 9 and he's not here. I just hope that he's safe, you know? That's healthier, that's way more healthier than how I was back then. Um, this is more of a healthy relationship, you know? I cook when I can, and funny enough, now he had to learn how to cook in case I'm too busy to cook, so... And I love it. You know, we love each other. We make time for each other. But it's not the end of the world if we can't have dinner today. We just can't wait for the next opportunity when we can have a nice dinner together. I'm not the sad and lonely wife waiting for my man to come home. I'm independent and I do my own thing. And thankfully, I've learned this two years ago. And 
That argument we had was one of the most liberating arguments I've ever had with anyone. And I wish all our arguments were this way. I'm just kidding. Um, we, we don't argue much, but um, back then we really did. Um, so anyone listening to this, if you've been living your life off of your spouse or your partner, um, you're making decisions based off of their life or postponing your goals or you're um, postponing your career choices or whatever for your partner, um, I know there's people who do this in a healthy way, but I know there's other people who, who will do anything for someone else, and even if that's sacrificing their own wants and needs. And I just want to encourage you to find your own happiness while you're married or while you're with your boyfriend. Um, you shouldn't be not doing things to make that person happy or to, uh, how do I say this? It shouldn't be that your life is at a halt just to make that person happy. You both should be living your own life. And I've always believed that if my husband were to pass away, God forbid, he would not want me to die long with him. He'd want me to continue fighting for my dreams and to be happy. That would mean that he would not have died in vain. Thankfully, he's very healthy and I don't see this coming. But that's what we've talked about, and that's what we both want for each other. Um, this is the life that we have both chosen to live. And I, I know that I wasn't in the right mindset back then, but today I know that we're both very happy. We're both doing what we love to do, and um, we just enjoy each other when we can and just love being around each other, and it's not stressful being around each other. Anyway. Just want to say thank you for listening to me at True Stories Podcast. Uh, there are way more stories on TrueWorks' blog, and that's at www.tru.works slash blog. And you can follow TrueWorks on Twitter and on Instagram at trudotworks. And if you want to follow me, you can find me on my favorite social media platform, Twitter, at whythegreatdiaz, and I'm also on Instagram at whythegreatdiaz. Please leave a review, and if you have any requests on what you'd like me to discuss, please email me at ydias at true.works. My email will be in the podcast info. Until next time, Dewa Matane. Have a great day, and this was True Stories.